Welcome to the Power of Positivity podcast. We talk about mental health, positivity, and well, my life leading up to this point. With guests, a variety of topics will be covered, helping us all understand how to be better and hopefully motivate us in doing so. I want to share my stories with all of you and how you can always change your perspective with an open mind. Let's make this a great day and get started with the show. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Power of Positivity podcast. My name is Andy and I really appreciate you taking some time out of your day to come and hang out with me and all of these wonderful, wonderful listeners who are hanging out just for a little while out of your day uh, to listen to this episode. I really, really do appreciate it. And for anyone who is here, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for supporting this podcast. You know, we're on episode 32, I believe now, and it's just been an incredible journey so far. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you lot, you know, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for your support and your continued support on the podcast. I'm really looking forward to trying to push this forward over the next couple of months and come up with new ways on how we can do just that. So thank you so much for continued to support this. It really, really means a lot. If you would actually like to chat with me elsewhere, I do post content on Instagram and Twitter. The links are down below, just in the description of this podcast episode. And actually, if you do listen to this episode, if you take a screenshot, post it on your story, I would love to shout you out to thank you for the support you make on this podcast. It really, really means the world to me. And I'd love to get to know some more of the listeners. You know, you always find those people who, who just listen to the podcast and they say they love the podcast. And you never had a clue they even listened to it. You know, I've had some people I look up to heavily who said they've loved some of the episodes um, that I've posted. And it just means the world to me when, when people do enjoy the, the content that you post and the content that you put a lot of effort into. So today is actually a, a sort of weird episode. I was looking through some tweets earlier on in the week and a lot of them were negative, you know, a lot of them were trying to bring people down, a lot of them was sort of cancel culture, a lot of it was just terrible and it begged the question, you know, has social media ruined our lives? It's a really bold statement and it's something that, you know, has to obviously be treaded on carefully to make sure you don't go over in certain areas but I'd really, really like to discuss this today and discuss whether or not, you know, we believe it has. Whether we believe that social media has completely ruined how we live our lives or if it has benefited us more than the negatives that have come from it. We we really live in a world nowadays, you know, when it's every single morning you wake up, most people are checking their phone right away. Whether that be social media, whether that be the news, literally anything. Your phone is most likely the first thing that you grab in the morning. Before anything else, you need to check your phone. And of course, that is an addiction and some people are a lot worse than others with this. But it is crazy to think that in the space of, what, 20 years, this has become the pinnacle of our lives and it is the phone, everything can happen in the one small area and now uh, we're completely addicted to it. Most people are anyway, there's very few that will not do that in the mornings, very few who will not grab their phone or take their phone everywhere that they're going because it may be the most essential item in what they're carrying and what they're taking for their day. By the way, again, it's not to say that you can't get out of this addiction of being on your phone all the time. I would genuinely challenge you this week when you wake up in the morning not to check social media. You can go on your phone, you can do all that stuff, you can you can do stuff on your phone, but just don't go into social media early in the morning and see how it sort of changes your mindset and realize how hard it actually is for you to not do that. Don't go on TikTok, Instagram, um, Twitter. You can watch maybe a, a YouTube video or read a book or something like that or listen to the book on your phone, Audible, but 
I, I can guarantee a lot of you are going to struggle to do that. When you get up in the morning, you're going to have to remind yourself, oh God, don't check social media. Or when you're sitting there eating your breakfast, you're thinking, oh, I want, really want to check social media right now. And then you just end up checking it. So I would actually challenge you this week to try that once and see what it's like. I really tried to not go onto social media until I've got my sort of morning routine done. I go on my phone and I watch some stuff and um, I watch some YouTube videos that try to help me push forward. But other than that, I really try to stay off of social media right from the get-go because it can actually make or break your day right away. So why is it I make such a bold statement saying that social media has ruined our lives? How, how can I make that? You know, I need to justify this. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about. Each day I go on social media, somebody or quite a lot of people actually are upset whether that be with someone else, whether that be cancel culture, whether that be mental health problems. And it makes me beg the question, were we better off before social media was in our lives? Were we in a better state before social media was here? Or is there any way to counter it, to make our lives better, improve our lifestyle, improve our relationships through the use of social media? It's not to say as well that the world was a great place before social media existed. You know, there of course was a lot of these problems that were still going on, but they obviously weren't posted on social media all the time. We weren't hearing about everything, anything that was happening in the world at any given time. And we weren't faced with so much stupidity constantly on social media through people we would never ever interact with in our lives before it actually existed. But with the ease of social media and the ease of anonymity, I think that's the word, people can say and do whatever they want with very little consequence. There was actually a suggestion my brother made a while ago speaking about everyone who's on social media needs to register with an ID, which I found very, very interesting. And I know there'll probably be some issues with something around that. There are far too many people on the platform who have little to no consequences for the actions that they actually take when it comes to social media. And I believe that's wrong. I believe everyone should be held accountable for anything and everything that they do or say. And not enough people are. Most can say and do anything they want. And again, I know it comes into privacy issues and whatnot. If we're in a world where people can be racist and sexist so freely on social media without any consequence, surely there has to be some form of change that allows us to adapt to that and allows us to counteract everything that goes on in those sorts of fields. As well, seeing all these fake personalities and these glamorous lifestyles, these false facades that are just brought up on social media makes us think so much less of ourselves. When in reality, you know, that's not reality. That's not what life actually is. But they're just made to be that way because the consumer, that being us, consumes it so well and so much. We want it, we need it, we need that dopamine release and we just take it all in. And we sort of need to try to move away from that. For a while, I was addicted to social media, heavily. And every five minutes when I had a sort of filler, maybe when I was downloading a YouTube video, when I was waiting for something to be cooked, uh, I would check my phone. I would check social media. That's what I would do. And it was terrible because every single time I checked my phone, I was either looking at the likes I got on a post, I was looking at the followers that were going down or up, I was looking at other people being successful and I was comparing myself to others. And it was terrible. <laughs> It was absolutely terrible and it was something I really, really am annoyed at myself for allowing to happen, but one that I think everyone has to or has to go through at some point to learn from.
what I'm saying is that we don't have enough purpose when this is the case. We don't have enough purpose or reasons in our life to do something that's more worthwhile than spending your time on social media. And that's the big issue. We don't have enough that we need to be doing in order to get off of it. We don't have that sort of get out card that we can play whenever we sort of see ourselves scrolling on social media endlessly to go and work on something that's much more meaningful, that's going to push our businesses and ourselves forward in the long run. Yes, understand. If we need to make content, which I do as well, we make the content, we've got time to post our stuff, we've got time to meet new creators and really build those friendships, but that's the great time to spend on social media. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the filler time, the times where we don't have the need to be on social media. We're not actually posting anything. We have no purpose of being on social media at that time. And again, this comes to scheduling time that you're wanting to spend on social media. Over the next few weeks, I am actually going to be downloading something that's going to limit my time spent on certain social medias. So that means every single second I spend has to be made in the right way possible to allow me to make sure I am using it in the best way that I can. And I'm not actually wasting time on the platform for no reason. What I'll then do with this is sort of flesh out over time and allow me to know how much time I'm actually needing to spend on the platform to grow the way I want to grow and what is beneficial to me in that way. And this is just through trial and error. I'm going to keep you updated on the podcast and how that goes and if it works or not for me. And I might even make actually a YouTube video on that in the future for something that I'd want to do. It really does sound so counterproductive when I say that, you know, spend less time on social media to grow more. But it's not the length of time that you spend on a platform that makes you grow. Eventually, it becomes the quality of content that you put out that makes you exponentially rise higher than you were before. Yes, you can grow really, really well when you are on the platform for extended periods of time. But is that really going to grow your business at the end of the day? If we're talking for the likes of Twitter, Instagram is a little bit different because Instagram can be turned into a business heavily when you're making theme pages or even your own personal page. You still need to create quality in your content and you can make a lot of the things on your Instagram posts very sort of free-flowing and not hard to create the foundations of everything you need to do so you're spending less time on it. But as you get more and more content and more people following you, your quality still needs to rise. You need to keep their attention after they've followed you. So that means you're needing to spend more time off the platform with something that's more meaningful and then can be used elsewhere. Can you produce more quality content without spending more times on the platforms? Kind of went off on a little bit of a rant there. So let's get back onto our main point about some of the benefits actually of social media. Yesterday, I was chatting with someone from Indonesia. I've never ever been to Indonesia. I've never chatted with anyone from Indonesia. It was an incredible experience and it just shows the power of social media and how you can meet people from all over the world who have the same interests as you. I don't have many people who are like me in the sense of the business mindset with what I want to do, who I know personally from when I grew up. And that's all right, that's perfectly fine, but I really want to find people who are driven and really want to succeed and want to learn all the time and want to develop themselves further. And when I was able to use social media to meet those people, I was so grateful and so overjoyed that I could do just this simple, simple thing from the one platform. There are so many benefits to social media and what it's allowed us to do. We can create careers out of this. We can meet people from all over the world. We can connect with our families and friends who are not living with us. It's 
an incredibly powerful platform where most of the negativity is often focused on and not on the great things that it actually offers. Now I know in this title it says, has social media ruined our lives? And here's me talking about the benefits of social media, but that is just it. Social media is so full of negativity that we don't often get to appreciate the positives of it and what it has actually done for our lives to be able to connect with so many people all around the world in the blink of an eye. And it's one of the factors we need to start changing, to focus more on the positives, to focus more on what it can actually do for us in the right way rather than what it's going to do in the long run in the wrong ways. Now, of course, there's negatives to it all. People cancelling one another, being racist, sexist, and just horrible in general. But there's always going to be that. You're never going to have a perfect world. You're never going to have a perfect life. Not everyone's going to like you. It's just the way it goes. Social media just makes it on that bigger of a scale because anyone and everyone can judge you if your accounts are public. It's a scary and terrifying thought, but one we are now having to accept as reality because that's what we're moving into. That's the places we are becoming. That's the people we are becoming. That's the generation we have now become. And we either move with it or we don't. But the world's going to keep moving forward anyway, so (laughs) you may as well keep up with it. So how can we then learn how to make social media work for us better? How can we use it to our advantage? Because there is a lot we can do. One of the things that I really try to focus on every time I'm on social media is to understand everyone from their point of view. Everyone is different, remember. Everyone thinks differently. And especially when people are brought up in different cultures, places, it's all their own personal thoughts and feelings that have come collectively into it. When you grow up with someone who's in the same school as you, you've probably got the same sort of sense of humour if you're close friends, you understand one another, how you react, how you speak, how you move, all of that sort of stuff. But when you meet someone for the first time who lives in Australia and you've never talked to them before, they have no clue what you do or who you are. And this is why I believe so many people jump to the negative conclusion when someone says something that they might not understand or agree with instead of just asking. We need to learn to be more grown up about conversations that we have on social media and genuinely be interested in other people by asking and trying to understand their point of view. It's not a hard thing to do when I say it like that, but far too many struggle to do this because they're just so self-entitled because of the use of social media in the negative ways that they have become those people. Moving forward from right now, you get to choose exactly what you respond to on social media. You always had that choice, but you might not have just known it. And I'm going to tell you right now, you have that choice. If someone is negative to you, you can mute them. You can block them. See if someone uh, tries to belittle you, yep, block. See if someone tries to just be a dick to you when you're trying to understand, yep, block. It's not hard. But so many want to jump at that chance to try and prove someone wrong, to try to get an argument and win it, when in reality, nobody wins an argument. What happens in an argument is that two people argue about two different points and both go away thinking they were more right before the argument even ensued. Stop arguing people, on social media especially. You are not going to win. If you do it in a civil and a grown-up fashion, you can have a genuine conversation about some of the issues that you have with each other's points of view. You may not agree by the end of it, but you can understand and move forward with your life without getting extremely upset and angry with what's going on. 
It makes me so frustrated when people have arguments on social media and try to belittle one another because it's the most pathetic thing I ever see. You can have great conversations and actual conversations with someone even when you don't agree with them, and that's okay. But far too many love jumping at the chance to argue and try to break down someone or cancel someone for the little things that they do. And it makes it a horrible place to be. And that's why I believe one of the reasons that social media has completely ruined our lives. Choose your fights carefully and try to surround yourself with the best people because social media can be an uplifting and bright and colourful place if you allow it to be. And that's your choice. Social media is not a media. The key is to listen, engage, and build relationships. David Alston. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Power of Positivity podcast, and have a fantastic day.